Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news relating to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now, here is your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin. Welcome to the broadcast, everybody. This is David Lickin, and it is Monday, Labor Day, September 5th, 2016. So good to have you joining in with us. Always amazed at the number of people that do listen to this on a streaming basis over the holidays. We really appreciate you being here and making this a way in which you get your information. Again, this podcast is created by Mortgage Professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're the proud recipient of the Progress in Lending Innovation Award. Very grateful for the folks there, uh, Tony Garitano and the folks at Progress in Lending for honoring us with that. We appreciate you joining us. And on today's hot topic, which is the program today, Andy and Shell and Alice Alvey, Joe Farr, they're all enjoying their day off. So what we're doing is doing a special podcast about innovation. I'm very excited to have Derek Malala with us, Balilla, excuse me, with us on the podcast, and I'm very excited to have him here. We're going to be talking about innovation for loan originators to really make them, if it's possible, perfect. The perfect LO. Really appreciate you guys tuning in, especially for those of you that are listening on this holiday. Many of you are going to probably most likely listen to on a downloaded basis. I am excited to have a friend with me us in the Hot Topic segment today. And uh, Derek, uh, well, I always it's like Melilla, like gorilla. <laughs> you I gotta remember it. that, Derek. So I get it this time. Yeah, Melilla. Sometime I'll tell you a story about how I mess up names. It's one of those blind spots, or one of those uh, mental blocks I have from a long experience I had where I really embarrassed myself a long, long time ago. Anyway, Derek, it's really good to have you on the show. And I thought I'd get, start off by talking about how we got to know each other. And uh, you're up in some of the most beautiful country, and you're about ready to have the fall leaves uh, turning up there. But So tell people where you're located and a little bit about your background. Sure. Yeah, we're up here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and uh been a beautiful summer, but I think we're getting a little bit of this uh, hurricane effect coming up the coast. It's starting to get a little windy and uh, a little chill in the air. It seems like uh means it's fall football is in season, the air, right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, football season in fall and colored leaves. Yeah, I mean, but it is yeah. so gorgeous up there. When the leaves turn, is there any? Is there a prettier place? And then you get to go out on the water. You get to do all the fishing, and then you come in and look at the colored landscape. It is spectacular country. So you live in a gorgeous spot, and you and I met a number of years ago, and you invited me to come in because you're you're. Are you still an owner in a mortgage company, or you were? How does that? Where do you right now fit? Yeah, I. Uh... I got out of it uh, almost a year ago and focused 100% on this. But, yeah, we had you come over. I think it was, about. geez, right around maybe 2005 and right. help us go from a broker to a lender and all the ins and outs of that. And it was very good. And we just kept in touch a little bit over the years, and it's been good, yeah. good relationship. Well, one of the things that impressed me. I enjoy listening to your show me. every time and 
<laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks for being a good listener. And more excited, it's fun to have you on to share what you're doing because you have something that's probably one of the most innovative things I've seen. But before we go there, Derek, what I want to talk about is a little bit of who you are. When you were a loan originator, and there was, I think, five or six partners in this company, you were all top originators, but you impressed me because you were so purposed in about how you went about being an LO. You had notebooks and kept detailed notes of different scenarios because we know there are no two people alike, no two borrowers alike, no loan is ever identical to any other else. While there's a lot of similarities in cases, but it's the nuances. It's those things that are unique that really make for – you could tell the difference if you're dealing with a professional like yourself or if you're dealing with a rookie who goes, uh, he knows the vanilla stuff but can't handle the more detailed stuff. So you were really diligent about keeping detailed notes of if this, then do this. Or if you run into this situation, ask for this kind of documentation. And it was all this if-then logic that you gathered that you started doing something with. So with that, as, as um, I can attest to the fact of how diligent you were, Tell how you came up with this idea, and it's folks, it's, by the way, we're talking about the perfect LO. So tell us how you came up with this concept. Sure. I trained my four partners here uh, in college together. We worked together at a financial company, and I got in the mortgage business in the mid-'90s, and uh, we started Blue Water in 2002. And they had no mortgage background, and I was training them and sitting there and trying to put it into Excel, like exactly what you said, if this, that, and because, uh, as you know, the loan application, you can fill it out, but once it's filled out, you can get an approval, but from there, you're going to find out you have problems later if you don't ask all the right questions around it. And I kept trying to think of a way to train people, you know, where's the five owners of us, and we were... People wanted to come work for us. We had a good company, and we didn't have time to train them. And I learned on the whole fake it till you make it was my training, and go here's some business cards and a pager and go find some <laughs> loans and come back, and we'll tell you how to what you did wrong or what you got to get from there. And I just kept thinking, there's got to be a better way to do this. And you know, this was 18 years ago or whatever, and it uh, I just kept, as you said, putting it to paper and keeping track of everything and trying to figure out a way to do it better and more systematically. So you so you developed all this documentation as all the training your own partners, and then you really saw an application. And let's talk about that. So at what point did you realize, hey, with all these notes, I really got something here. And talk about the genesis of that product, the, the perfect loan originator, perfect LO. Yeah. So it was probably... After I trained them, we trained, we hired a lot more LOs. We trained, you know, dozens of people and come in and get going through the training and try to give them a lot of my notes and stuff that I had had over the years. And I guess it was probably around 2005 or six when things started to slow down a little bit. I'm like, geez, I really should get after this and do it. And I just kept shelving it. Every day I'd be in the shower excited to wake up and go find another mortgage out there as I had to, and I was passionate about the business, loved the business, and I just kept thinking, with all this technology changing in our world, it's got to be out there. This must exist, and I kept researching it and looking for it, and it was never there, and making good money and move on and find the next loan, deal with the next headache, and keep going, and, you know, about a year ago, I really put the pen to paper and 
met with some software developers and gave them my blueprints and what I thought. And you know, I'm not a technology guy really, just enough to be dangerous. But decided I hired a um, software team to write the code and have it do all the things that I know as a loan originator or as a manager of a company that I wish we had all those years and decided to take the big step and exit originating and uh, pursue this company and get it going. So you got a group of programmers. You started working on it. What is there anything in the, had Rocket Mortgage really launched their app at this point? I don't think so. I, I mean, this was before. Yeah. Free, it was funny because it really came popular on the Super Bowl. And a few people that I had talked yeah. to, you know, I went and talked to some industry experts before I made the leap and said, Am I crazy? Is this a good idea? And, you know, everybody that was a lot smarter than me and as far as the mortgage world, like, yeah, this is a great idea. We'd buy it. We'd invest, you know. So, but the rocket thing came out, and I'm sitting there on the couch at the Super Bowl, and my son looks at me and goes, Dad, is that your thing? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd heard about <laughs> it, and I'd, the Quicken Loans, and, uh, you know, they have a great application online digital app, but it doesn't do, it doesn't ask all the other questions around the 1003 that you need to get and gather. You know, have you been, have you filed your return this year? Have you been divorced more than once? Are your own land with your mother? You know, all of the hundreds of questions that pop up, um, our software, you know, asks every question known to loan kind. So it's a lot different where you can get an instant approval with a digital loan app, but you're going to decline those later after you dock and approve them. You're going to find out right. there's something there that you didn't know about, and that's what, you know, the problem with the industry is. Yep, that's exactly right. We have too many people in there that just don't have the experience, and we always say this isn't exactly rocket science, but it isn't flying a simple single-engine airplane either. I mean, it's this has got some complexities to it, and we're seeming to see more complexities showing up. So let's talk about the technology. It sure has changed the mortgage industry over the past 30 years. And uh, how is what you're doing going to benefit the LO? Talk to me about that. Yeah. So, yeah, technology sure has changed. I mean, I don't feel that old. And, you know, the mid-'90s doesn't seem that long <laughs> ago. But I, I didn't have a cell phone when I started. I had, a, I had a pager, and the appraisers hand-delivered them with the photos on them and the glue stick, you know. And uh, technology has sped up our industry so much with automated approvals and AVMs and everything else. But the loan, you know, the, the loan application it's just always been a struggle since the beginning where you have these problems and the underwriters hate the loan officers and there's just back and forth tug in the office. And um, this is really going to help them, you know, the busy loan officers just to be able to send the borrower link. It walks them through a smart interactive loan application. And at the end, it builds a checklist for the borrower. So now they know what they need to get to you. Or the the brand new loan officer you know, has a guide where they can sit there and the screen's prompting them the next question and it takes right. them down the right road. So, you know, a simple borrower, W-2 teacher and police officer, first-time home buyer, they're going to get right through this in 10 minutes like they should. The complicated guy like you or I, you know, it might take 30 minutes, but you're going to get a complete, full, detailed, you know, every question known to loan kind answered with all the supporting stuff. So now you have a you know, what I call a perfect 1003, and all the supporting. And we've had a lot of banks and stuff, 
using this and demoing it. And I, I'm like, I want to know if my checklist doesn't match your underwriter's approval because that's a problem. You know, we're going to go back in, we're going to dive in, we're going to add a question and add a checklist item. But it's been doing a great job so far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. tell me a little bit more about how Perfect LO is a, is it really an LOS system or it is a really replace one? Uh, that's a good question. A lot of people that we've talked to and had uh, have used in this, you know, they think it's an LOS system. And, and I know my old company, we were Calix guys, and, you know, to get them to change that or, you know, it doesn't. It's not an LOS system. It, it interacts with every single LOS system. And what it does is it takes all of the answers and downloads it into a .fnm file where you can import that into any LOS system out there. Let's stop right there. And, What's a .fm yeah. or .fnm file? Just, that's a Fannie Mae file. But if you could just, yeah, the for Fannie those that are not familiar yeah. with that term, yep, that's just a Fannie Mae I file. I could email yep. you a 1003, and you could open it up in your LOS system, and it's all via that dot, you know, 3.2 .fnm yep. file. So it talks to every LOS system out there, which is great. And, uh, you know, we've looked in the new, the new 1003 that's coming out in January of 18. I don't know if you've seen I'm sure you've seen it. But, uh, yes, I've seen it, yeah. There's a few more questions on it, which is good, you know, about the self-employed borrowers and you know, a lot more humda stuff. But, you know, it'll work with that. And uh, it's funny because we were looking at it and waiting kind of to see what it's going to look like. And uh, I really don't like it as an LO. I don't think I'd like it where... You know, there's two spots for two properties. There's two spots for two assets. I think there's five liability spots. So there's going to be, you know, ten pages. It's already seven plus all the additional pages if you have, you know, three bank accounts or three properties and more than five trade lines, which probably 90% of borrowers do. Right. Yeah. It's, it's going to extend the process a bit. But your yep, system sure. handles that and will handle that as that this is being released. Again, that's not required for a long time yet, but at least they've rolled it out, the initial version of it. And we're going to be having some guests on from Fannie Mae talking about this. So Natalie yeah. uh, Hunt is going to be coming on. She's the one who's responsible for that at uh, Fannie Mae. She and I presented together up at the Oklahoma Mortgage Bankers Association. And uh, really interesting. So uh, Natalie will be coming on to talk more about it. So you have to tune in on that podcast. But Absolutely. you know, how is Perfect LO different uh, than what's out there already? There's a number of these handheld, I mean, the mobile apps. How would you differentiate yeah. yourself from them? Sure. So this is, um, you know, it, it asks every question around the 1003. Every question, I keep saying known to loan kind because, as you know, you've got a K-1 and you've got this borrower, that borrower, and uh, there's so many different roads and paths that every borrower, like you said, is not vanilla. And unfortunately, probably 10% are, and everybody has some type of complication to them. So it's good where it grabs everything, but it's so detailed, but yet fast and user-friendly. You can do it, you know, your borrower can fill it out on their iPhone or their Samsung or their home computer, and it it saves and continues, which is nice. So if you lose Wi-Fi, if your battery dies, if you've got to stop and you're going to your kid's soccer game, you can pick up right where you left off. At the same time, the loan officer gets an email when you start it and when you finish it, or they can do it live, or they can pick it up halfway through it and finish it for you, or see as you're answering the questions. So if I see that you got a third of the way through it, then I can poke you tomorrow and be like, hey, Dave, I know I sent you the link. You got started. You know, was there any problems? Do you have any questions? And 
you know, you can go on and let us know. But it's the only thing out there that I've seen that builds a financial checklist customized for you. You know, everyone is sending their borrowers to fill out their online application on their website. And then they tell them, give me two years tax returns, last two years W-2s, pay stubs, and then they get the completed 1003 back, and they play like reverse detective and try to figure out what they do or don't have. They're looking at the Schedule C and E's and then Schedule A's, and, you know, you just get burnt by making assumptions and not asking every question, you know. And that's what this does. It makes zero assumptions, and you have to ask every borrower, every single one of these to do a perfect job, you know. Yeah, and that's. I mean, a lot of people say, well, that's just going to elongate the process. It's going to, you know, you know, I can just see some people throwing up some objections. But I mean, the question is, you want to you know, measure twice and cut once? You want to get done right at the front side? That's the biggest problem in most mortgages. And I think why the CFPB exists is because we've had so many originators not do a good job in that area. So I think that's really good. One another feature I understand that you have in your multi year in multi language. You have. Also, Hispan this written in in uh, in Spanish. Is that correct? Yeah, that's been a uh, you know from the beginning. You know, we're in New Hampshire. We don't have a lot of uh, Spanish uh, pr- you know primary borrowers up here, but we did have a few, and they'd come in. I'd get one every couple three months. I did a lot of loans in Manchester when I first started, and there was a good population. And I had a Spanish realtor, and she loved me, and she'd send me all her referrals and. She would come in and translate when she could on the application, but I just knew there was a big need for that, where everything in our industry has gone to borrow to know, borrow to understand, uh, right to yeah, this, right to that. To but they don't under, they don't care if you understand English. And, uh, you know, my curate asked me if I want French or Spanish every morning. And, uh, you know, there's nothing in our world that does, you know. And uh, so this, what it does if your browser settings are set to Spanish, it's going to give you your entire questionnaire in Spanish, all the buttons, the back buttons, the save and continues, everything's um, in Spanish, and then your checklist is in Spanish. And then the loan officer, they get it back in English. So now we've communicated via this web software. I know everything about you that I need to know. You're comfortable because you did it all in your own language. And then when it, when you download it and you get the application and then you fill in the rest of the, the Social Security and the street address, you know, then you're off and running in English for compliance reasons. You know, once you take the app in English, you got to go all the way through in English. So it avoids that. But their browser settings, it's smart enough to read it's that driven. and know it, and it goes right through. That's perfect. That's really so good. So a lot of our well, first um, clients have been Spanish. They've been bilingual loan officers in California that love it because they're sending their their borrowers to a link on their website and then they're trying to go back and forth with them and you know they're not comfortable doing it in English and they'd rather do it in Spanish so they've been they've been that's loving great. it even though they're bilingual yeah even though they're bilingual that man that's great <laughs> so how is this going to benefit the average mortgage shop i mean this is one example that it it does help you with uh, if you're dealing with a Hispanic population, uh, but talk about some of the other benefits uh, to the average sure. mortgage shop out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, a loan officer's job is, you know, I used to say the hardest part of our job was to wake up and find a loan every day when someone new wanted to get into our business, and um, it's, you know, that's part of it, and then the other part is dealing with that application. So I have to believe that if you know, all loans are coming in on the software. 
We've had some few test cases started, but my guess is they're going to be 25 to 30 percent more efficient from the loan officer not taking the hour to meet with the client and do the application. Or if they're sending them to their website, then they're getting it back, and then they're going all that back and forth. I mean, this has been, you know, since I started the processor yeah. to the underwriter, and then now you get now you need this, and you know, Derek, you brought in the crappy loan app on a napkin, and you know that whole thing, and you're trying to do a good job, you're trying to get everything, you're trying to make it easy on the client, and in the end, you end up docking or approving unclosable loans and declining, you know, and that percentage of wasted time of the dead deals let alone all the ones that you got to go back and forth on especially with trid and the whole bottleneck of disclosures i mean there's enough you know management issues within a mortgage company or bank that the last thing you want to do is find out you know the guy owns land in florida with his mother or that he's getting a heloc for closing from another property or all of those things so it's got to make every shop more efficient and it also um does a couple compliance checks. It, um, we get an authorization to pull credit. We get an authorization to talk to your real estate agent. And if you're working with one, they put in their name and number. So now you know who that is. Or if they're not working with one, you ask them, you know, do you want us to recommend one? So now I can say, oh, great. Sally, I've been trying to get business from her. I want to thank her. You know, I can refer her out to, I've got a good client here and they don't have a realtor. You know, so you can really work back and forth within the office. But it also helps with fraud as far as management because it does timestamp who answered what. So the borrower, you know, they're going to put that they plan on living in the property or that they don't pay child support or all of those questions that, you know, you don't want to buy that loan back later and look at the loan office and say, what happened here? We got this loan. There's trouble in it. And it puts a little onus on it because it timestamps who answered it, when they answered it. And if the loan officer goes in and changes it, you know who did it. So... The oh, whole loan steering or intention, you know, it takes a lot of those things out of a mortgage shop where it should help cut down on, you know, fraud or, you know, steering, I would think, as well. So that helps. I can I can get some ideas of how that can help the companies in managing the process better, but how would it help a new loan originator? This seems like a perfect yeah. tool for someone that's getting into the business. Yeah. Uh, again, our Hispanic borrowers have loved it, uh, our clients or people in Hispanic neighborhoods. And the other, the great, you know, people that have really loved it are a few brand-new loan officers. And looking back, it's hard to hire a new loan officer this day and age. You know, it, the, all the training and all the stuff that goes into everything that you and I know and everyone knows about our industry you're looking at a 25, 30-year-old kid thinking, geez, do I really have time to do it? And if you screw a loan up, then what? We're going to have mad clients. And But for the new LO, where they can learn how to take a systematic loan app and do it in person or do it on the phone or send it out to them and know when they get that loan back, they know exactly what they have there. And, um, I mean, let's face it, most of our you know, loan officer community are getting older but the next wave of these borrowers, these 25, 30-year-old somethings that are getting married, that are getting great jobs, that want to get into home ownership, we're kind of out of that uh, network. So if I have a young company or a company or a bank, I'd be looking to hire that 25, 30-year-old uh, guy or girl to get out there and get in their network. You know, And now if they can have this tool where they don't have to worry about you know, training on the loan app and all that, and they get it in, they can just teach them the little things they need to know on how to price a loan, how to lock a loan, 
and deal with that side of the house, you know, it should really benefit the new LO that wants yeah. to get into it. You know, this seems like it also has some benefits to those that are managing compliance or the management and owners that are concerned about compliance. Talk a little bit more about you. Yeah, you touched on that, but I think there's some more information you could bring out about that. I like the time stamping sure. aspect of it. Yeah, and, you know, you're getting the authorizations, and um, as far as the management, you know, I mean, there's so much tension, you know, between the processor, the underwriter, the loan officer. I just know that, you know, if an underwriter can do 20 loans a month now, but they're wasting a third of their time a week on conditions on conditions or, you know, processing the loan, as they like to say, you know, when the underwriter gets in, there's 16 conditions on it. If they're getting it back and the only issues from there are the contract and the appraisal and, the you know, things that can happen along the way, and that's all you have to worry about, you know, every shop is going to be more efficient. Um, I have a bank using it now that they had three people that would, before they sent to the loan of the processing, they were like scrubbers where they would look for all of this stuff. They would scrub it, then hand it to a processor, then dock the deal. So those three people, you know, he's going to find another role for where They're going to become an assistant to the underwriter. He doesn't need them anymore. So it's wow. got to make every shop. And I joke when I started this, I'm like, I want every loan officer to be on their underwriter's Christmas card list and, you know, <laughs> get that hug from them and smile and not have that glare and stare and Sally hates me and trying to rush this loan through and I you know I didn't get all the stuff and I found out later that you know the funds for closing were coming from somewhere else and then I had to get that and I had to get this you know and it just triggers and goes and it just makes everything so much harder in an office and so much more tension that I really think that if you know everything about you know the borrower's funds or their job changes and all of these other questions is in the D has there been a D changes uh, work done on the property um the other thing it does, if you send it to your borrower and they're looking to buy a home and cash out, let's just say they're cashing out on their primary and buying a second home, it does it both in one shot. So the borrower only has to do this one time. They go through it. When they get to the property owned section, they ask all about the property owned. Who do you, when did you buy it? How much is it worth? What is your intention on it? And then it gets into, do you want to refinance? Oh, thanks for asking. I know I said purchase in the beginning, but now it lets them go through and say they want to do a 30-year fix or they're unsure of the term, but they want to take 100000 out. So it does it all in one nice swoop. So it's really Got smart. It. It's, uh, it's cool. It's I'm excited app. about I mean, it. Yeah. yeah, so how has it been? You talked a little bit about You talked a little bit about you know, some of the first clients were you know, part of the Hispanic community. Give some other stories about how this is really benefiting the people, some of the feedback that for those that have made this a centric part of their uh, loan origination process. Sure. Um, the one nice thing about it, it's, it's private labeled. So, you know, if it's ABC Bank, it has the loan officer's picture and company name on the top, their email, their phone number. It's all about them, and it has their tagline, and then at the bottom of the screen it has all their address, addresses and NMLS and all the information you need to have. So all the questions come up one at a time in the middle, and it lets them know that where they're at. You know, there's six sections from personal information to property-owned, income and assets, but it's, 
it's just built where it's so user friendly and nice that it just goes right through, you know, one click at a time and it saves and continues as they go. But um they've really I think they really like that whole online experience where it looks like it's their own. Um it's private yeah. labeled for them. Every loan officer has their own link, so they can put it on their email page or on their email signatures. And you have all their stuff, like us on Facebook, and after that you can have click here to start your loan process, and it goes right into their own, the borrower or the loan officer has their own private dashboard where all of their loans live. Um, so they go in there and they can see that you started it. When you finish it, they can look at it. They can export the uh, file. They can export the borrower's checklist, and then they also export a um, loan questionnaire summary. So if I send you the file and you get started, and then I see you finish it, well, I need to know the 100 things you answered, any red flags on the loan. So it, it gives me that summary sheet, and it tells me that you pay child support, that you've been bankrupt, you've had a foreclosure. The other cool thing it does is with the bankruptcy and foreclosures, you can put in when. So you toggle when was it discharged, February of 2009, so you know that up front, how long it's been, or if they had a short sale or foreclosure. Um, it lets the borrower put in their, their um, start or discharge date. And the other thing it doesn't do is it, doesn't, it lets them skip a question and move on. If they don't answer it, when I get my questionnaire, I know the three questions they didn't answer. So then I can address them and say, uh, Bob, how come you didn't answer the um what you pay for child support. Well, Derek, I actually I gave her 200000 up front as a settlement. I don't pay her monthly. Oh, that makes sense. Great. Get a notarized letter from both you signed and dated or whatever. Or how come you didn't answer this one? Well, I wasn't sure on, you know, and then you can just, you can have that conversation with them and you know everything about them from the summary sheet and then you can go on and recommend the rate and product and build rapport without being that fill-in-the-blank guy where where do you work what's your phone number you know getting all that remedial stuff that we have to get but you can focus on the real sales side of it and helping them and use your expertise as an industry expert you know what i recommend that we can do either 10 percent down or you could take a 401k loan and put 20 percent down avoid pmi you know here's our options and this is what i would do if i was you and you know move on with that without having to deal with all the little nitty-gritty things and you try to do it so fast that you make assumptions or you forget to write something down as far as what you're going to need from them. And then you're calling them later and say, now I need this, now I need that. And the guys, you're wearing them out. Yep. And then yep. you're wearing okay. out your inside people, you know. So it's no, that's, been, that's, that's the feedback's been fantastic. Hmm. They love it. The stuff it catches is amazing. You know, the first jokes we always get when people first use it, it's like, the guy's getting a 401k loan and he had this, he had that. And, you know, it's seven things I would have never asked or got, you know, from a good LO that does a good job. And it's just, there's so much to it that, you know, this can take all of that pain away and let people just sell and focus on what they're good at, you know. Yeah, that's the key. It's all of us folks. I mean, those of us that are really good at sales have a tendency not to be the most detail-oriented people in the world, but yet there's so much detail on the devil. I mean, there's a multiple <laughs> devils in the details of this industry. Yeah. <laughs> one of the Tell first guys, uh, not one of the first guys, one of the guys I trained as a loan officer, he's a pilot for 30 years. He wanted to, he had a lot of free time. He flew to Europe, you know, once or twice a week, and 
he wanted to get in the mortgage business. And he's a good friend of mine. I knew him from kids' sports and was actually one of the umpires down at the Little League field. Great guy, very smart. And he would come in and he'd be like, hey, I got my brother's loan or this loan. And I would just get the name and number. I'd be like, Steve, it's just easier for me to do it. <laughs> I'll get the loan and, I, and you know, I'll pay, we'll pay you on it and I'm just going to help you and do it. And he wanted to learn and I just didn't have time to really teach him that much. And I would try and we'd sit together and he's a pilot. So he's like, isn't there like a checklist? Like, you know, every time I fly, I got to go through this systematic checklist and date and initial everything. And I'm, I'm looking at him thinking of my idea at the time, and I'm thinking, if loan officers were pilots, we would crash one out of ten planes because we'd be like, <laughs> hey, it looks good to me today, Dave. Look left, look right, and take off and go. And, you know, oh, shoot, we don't have fuel. Or uh, the engine was up for maintenance, you know. And uh, I always joke about that now. I'm like, if loan officers were pilots, we would crash because we just look around and we try to make it easy and go, you know. That is that is funny, but it's also right. extremely true. Okay, a couple <laughs> last true. questions. We wrap true. up getting ready. We're running out of time. It's hard to believe that we're getting close to running out of time here. But a couple of things. Data is safe. Got to keep it safe. So how are you protecting the information? Oh. You can just hear the questions coming from the compliance side of the audience. Yeah, yeah. No, great question. So we don't. We're getting. You know, we're not getting the social security number. We're not getting bank account information. Those are the two things we don't get. We get where you have it. You know, if it's Bank of America and you have 400000 there, and how much of that you're using for closing. But all of the data we get, including your name and everything, is encrypted. And then it's all stored uh, in Microsoft Azure and cloud-based. Um, so there's a password, a login to get in there. And we're treating it as if we're holding your tax return in W-2. And it's not encrypted, but it, it's safe as it, as it gets because it is encrypted. It's held there. And that's the same place that iTunes is held, um, which I thought was funny because it's a Mac product, but they actually use Microsoft Azure, Azure, and uh, several insurance companies and banks. You know, it's all held there. So it is something that we take very serious, as we know the lending world does, and um, it's as secure as you can possibly get it. Um, there's nothing out there that's a safer place to hold it. And I joke about yeah, with some of the banks I go in and talk to them, like their stuff's held in their office and it's hosted there. I'm like, you know, it's, it's easier to get in here and get into your whole Calyx system or your whole, you know, than it is to get into this where you're really going to find nothing but a bunch of questions and answers and yes, no's and some fill-in-the-blank stuff. But yeah. uh, we do treat it, of course, uh, as if we are. Well, this is it's very impressive what you've built. I'm so excited about it. If people want to get a hold of you to learn how learn more about the product. What's the best way uh, to connect with the product as well as you? Sure. Probably the best way, if they go to our website, perfectlo.com, there's, um, we're doing a, a free demo right now because it's one of these things that I want people to use it. I want them to love it. And it's not expensive, but try it, use it, and we'll private label, private, private label it for you even while you're demoing it. Um, but if they go on there, they can fill out an information. Um, we'll be in touch with them, and we'll get them set up on it. And they can trial it for 30 days and see if they like it. Kind of a try before you buy. And then um, I'm confident it. that it's going to help save them time and money. So from there, we'll be in. But that's probably the best way. Very good. Appreciate you yeah. coming on and telling us all about it, Derek. Really, you good. bet. And I will Excellent. be at the NBA in Boston. Uh, we got a booth there. Oh, good. I heard you mention that earlier in the show. And, okay, uh, good. Probably down Love to see you there. Week as well, but yeah. 
So people need to start booking appointments. I think you're going to be one busy guy at that conference. So appreciate you coming on and telling <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, we are hiring about. some salespeople, and uh, we're we're looking forward to getting our fun, great mortgage world a little bit faster and safer and leaner and meaner. So I'm hoping it helps everybody. Well, it's good to have you on. The drums have started, and it tells us we are out of time, Derek. All right. Well, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day weekend, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon somewhere. I am, too. Boston, if not sooner. All right, man. Thank you so much. Great product, and look forward to talking to you more. Folks, we've had Derek Malella on the program talking about his new product. It's Perfect L.O., it's both an app for your phone as well as a website you can go to to make your applications complete from the get-go. And I mean complete. Check it out. Look forward to talking to you all. And be sure to come back next week. We're going to have more programming, talking more about the industry. Got a couple of interesting things that we're working on right now for next week's program. So be sure to check out the website, lickitonlending.com. Have a great rest of the Labor Day holiday, and we'll see you back here next week, everybody. This has been Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin, of Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. Today's guests were Joe Farr from MBS Line, Andy Shell of Mortgage Banking Solutions, and Alice Elvey, President CMB of Mortgage U. Come by next week, and thank you for listening. 